This is episode 8 of Real Shift Radio with special guest Nikki Conway. Are you ready for the shift? Are you ready for security, balance, and freedom to do the things that you want to do? It all starts with the shift. My name is Dominic Labriola. I'm a real estate broker and developer, and each week I sit down to speak with the most inspiring people in the real estate industry to bring you stories of shift, successes, challenges, aha moments, and overall best practices to help you live your best life. This is Real Shift Radio. Thank you for joining me for our eighth episode of Real Shift Radio Shifters. I am thrilled to bring you an incredibly inspiring and loving woman on today's episode, Nikki Conway, a rock star realtor in Sarasota, Florida. I loved hearing about Nikki's journey in life. Having grown up in a poor household to parents with nine children, Nikki's story is just incredible. Out of the house right after high school, married, then divorced with two young kids, Nikki put herself through college. A self-described shy person, she overcame that and did what it took to become a successful salesperson. I got a real kick out of the story she shares about cold-calling businesses in the Yellow Pages in her former career selling print advertising. She shares her whole life's journey and how she feels everything she did prepared her for her career in real estate. She has been an inspiration to me in my life for almost seven years, and I think you're going to just love her too. Let's hop right into the conversation with Nikki Conway. Nikki Conway with Remax in Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining me on our podcast today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to get to talk with you because you have been very influential to me in my business over the years. And so I wanted to speak with you and have you share some of your insights and really get to hear more about how you operate and what you do to be so successful. So can you tell me a little bit more about how you got into real estate? Oh, well, yeah, sure. My, My mother and father were in real estate for a short time when I was a a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember my mother used to take me to some of her listing appointments with her and I would sit in the, she would shush me up (laughs) shush, shush, and uh, she would sit me in a corner and uh, you know, I mean, it was very interesting because they had the big thick books back then, you know, and, and the little uh, black and white pictures with little descriptions, you know, maybe two liners (laughs) or whatever underneath (laughs) how real estate has changed since then, you know, just a little, (laughs) But I, uh, you know, I, di- I didn't want to do what my mother did. So I went out and I did other things. You know, I, after college, I, I worked in the, uh, at General Electric advertising and sales promotion operation. And, and I learned all about the creative process there and, and how I was the production manager. So I managed how, you know, I managed uh, the writer, the, the artist the printing of it, and it was my job to make sure everything got done on time for the particular marketing pieces we were doing for GE. Mm. So that was a great learning experience for me. I, I love that job. And then uh, we, we moved to Connecticut because my husband got transferred, 
And uh, so I decided to get a job with an ad agency there doing the same thing. Okay. And then after that, I, I uh, found a printing company that I, I went and I sold printing back there. I was kind of a pioneer doing that because women didn't sell printing back then, printing services. So, uh, you know, I would, I would run up against the, well, what are you doing in this business? You know, why are you doing that? You sure. know, because I, I like the process, you know. Mm-hmm. And I became very successful at it. It was something I didn't think I could sell because I was kind of shy, actually. And I didn't think I had the ability to sell, but my husband uh, convinced me that I should do that. And, um, and he's always been a great proponent of whatever I decide to do, you know, and he's always encouraged me to do things in my life. And, um, and so anyway, uh, when we moved to Florida, I decided to go into real estate. And mm-hmm. um, so... So that I'm was really about glad 12, 13 years ago, or did you enter yeah, real estate? Okay. Exactly. And, you know, and it's just like all of the, I mean, Jack and I have bought and sold so many homes in our lives, you know, and we even owned a building supply business at one point together. So we saw how the, how the uh, homes were built and we learned how that process all worked. You know, mm-hmm. we would supply doors and trim and anything to trim out a house. But anyway, all of those things seem to help me in my real estate career, um, every one of those things. And it just seemed like a natural progression for me to go into the real estate business because I had the marketing background and the uh, printing background and the creative background. And then I learned how houses were built and I bought and sold a lot of houses. So mm-hmm. and, and I, and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. That's awesome. Well, you've been very successful in your time as a realtor. Can you share with our audience some stats on how you're performing as a realtor in Sarasota? Yeah, um, I'm one of the top, I would say that there's it's like 5,000 realtors in wow. Sarasota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm in the top uh, uh, 30. Wow. Realtors here, okay. and um, we, my, uh, we do about uh, 30, 30 million a year. My team does terrific. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had different iterations of business, and you and I met each other in two thousand eight. You were actually somebody that um, I was referred to to speak to about your success with an online program that is an MLS home searching website paired with a lead management system and actually like a lead generation system also. Mm -hmm. And um, you were very influential in my decision to move ahead with with purchasing that software and, and going ahead. Tell me how you use the internet to to build your business and and how does that play into how you operate? Um, I it's everything to me. The internet. Um, I 
when I started in real estate, um, you know, I, it's hard to build a business here because there are so many realtors in this town. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are good realtors and there are, you know, doctor's wives type sure. of realtors. You know? <laughs> Part-timers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, a lot of those, by the way, here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really hard, you know, to build a business. And so I... I got a website um, initially, and it was bringing me leads. And then I started doing some research, and I ran across uh, a company called Tiger Leads, mm-hmm. and they were just getting going. And I said to my husband, I, w- I watched their their video, and and I got a training session. And I said to my husband, I really think we should do this. And he agreed, and we went ahead and we did it. And God, we have been so happy since then. Um, I, the, I'll never forget the first time I got my very first internet lead was on December twenty sixth <laughs> of two thousand and seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> from this system, and I was jumping up and down from for joy. Woohoo! I got a lead. <laughs> And then pretty pretty soon I got another one, and then another one, and another one. I'm like, oh my God! (laughs) And so I'm constantly on the phone, right? Calling all my, calling all please. And it was great. I loved it. I loved it. But then after the second month, I was exhausted, you know, calling all these please. So it was just me. My husband is my business manager, sort mm-hmm. of, you know, he takes care of the business part of things. Sure. So it was just me, and it was driving me nutso. And um, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll set up a system, and uh, there's got to be a way to do this, because I didn't really want to have buyer's agents at that point. So mm-hmm. I built a system of referral agents. I put on a, 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 a referral agent, that, that an agent that wasn't doing very well because, you know, 2007, 2008. It was a tough time. Were tough times. And, and here I was getting all these leads. So I, I put her on and saved her business, really. And um, after I put her on, then we just, the leads kept coming and coming. So I found a it, it made me sit down and think about how this should work. Mm-hmm. You know, it really made me think. And so I started writing down all the things that I did when I um, made a phone call. Mm-hmm. You know, what I did in the back office. I built, I, and, and I built procedures. I wrote procedures for how this is supposed to work and what you're supposed to do um, when you get a lead. Here's what you're supposed to do. And then, and then they were like, well, what do I say the next time? What do I say? <laughs> you know, so then I started writing email templates, mm-hmm. you know, which I don't, I encourage them not to use anymore because there's better ways <laughs> of doing that now. But back then, I mean, it was a way to get going. I mean, people just weren't getting internet leads, you know, back then, like not in that volume. And so... Then, you know, I ended up having like six or seven of these referral agents. So what they did was they paid me a referral fee based on how many deals they did. And, um, and it wasn't until they closed the transaction. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I was still taking leads myself and everything was hunky-dory. And then I got to the point where I really needed 
uh, my own buyer's agents and to start a, up a team. Uh -huh. And so now I have three buyer's agents and maybe three referral agents still. Okay. And uh, I, I like the way my business is up right now. And I have an assistant as well who helps me um, call the leads and nurture the leads. What we do now, Dominic, is we've got the we've got the hundred leads on the dashboard. Each agent is is responsible only for a hundred to one hundred and fifty leads. Okay. And then they send the extraneous leads into a lead pool, mm -hmm. and uh, my assistant works that lead pool. Okay. Nurtures it so that they are only concentrating on um, their very best leads and providing the, really quality service to yeah those mm -hmm. leads okay yeah. yeah and it's working pretty well that's just something i did over the summer mm. and it's working pretty well so you are constantly evolving in the way that you are operating your business yeah i think you need to mm -hmm. i think you need to i think you need to constantly change and go with the flow of what's happening out there in the world mm -hmm. of real i i want to ask you before we get too further, if you have any mantras or success quotes that shape the way that you approach your days? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm excited to hear them. Well, um, I always liked Winnie the Pooh. Hmm. <laughs> Milne, I thought Milne wrote some very inspirational things when he was writing these children's books. And um, one of them is and I tell this to my agents all the time when they're feeling down or they've been rejected. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Mm. Braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Because, you know, every day we're rejected. You know, we make a phone call to an internet lead, they hang up on you. Or you make a phone call. No. You know, I'm working with another realtor. Blech. Or you take somebody out and then they end up buying from a, some guy in an open house. You know, and it gets you down. Mm -hmm. It really gets you down. And so you need to uh, you need to be constantly thinking about how smart you really are and, and how great you are and you know and um, and, and what a, a wonderful service you provide to people. I really like okay. it. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Maybe you can use it. But Mil <laughs> Milne, you know, he just, I, I used to read Winnie the Pooh to my kids, you know, when they were little. And, and, um, I, and I did it because they, he just wrote such great things in, the, in those little books, you know, such little tidbits, you know. And, awesome. uh, and both of my kids grew up to be successful, so. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can imagine that the support system that you provided definitely assisted them in getting to that level of success. So, yeah, they're awesome. they're yeah, they're awesome kids. Cool. So, stepping back, you you mentioned things that happen. Um, the the program's called Real Shift Radio, and mm -hmm. the the reason for me to bring people through on this show is to share shifts that people have made and challenges that people have overcome 
And uh -huh. I was hoping that you could kind of share with me some of the biggest or one of the biggest challenges or obstacles that you faced and how you overcame it. Um, well, I grew up poor. My family was very poor. Hmm. And um, there were eight of us, nine of us, I'm sorry, nine children. And uh, so uh, my parents couldn't afford to send us to college and, you know, you know, so it, I was determined to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was determined to go. And uh, so I went, you know, I went to night school. I worked during the day, went to night school and paid my way through. And um, I'm really glad I did that. And, um, and the funny thing is, most of my brothers and sisters did the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, you know, I'm not saying my parents were, my parents were not bad people. They were just, it, it was hard with nine kids, yeah. you know, uh, really getting, getting through it. I mean, they had to quit the real estate business because it was too, um, you know, it wasn't steady enough mm -hmm. for them, you know. And uh, it, it wasn't that the best of times when they tried it. I think my mother would have been great if she could have kept up with it. But, sure. um, you know, but I, I think that that, you know, that was um, one of the hardest things I ever did because I, I got married early to a different guy mm -hmm. and right out, right out of high school because, you know, it was like he, my parents expected us to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> when we graduated from high school, I mean, that was just it. And so I'm like, oh, well, what do I do? Become a nun, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, get married. You know, I had no, you know, I, I didn't know what to do, you know. So I, yeah. I got married and I had a couple of kids and I, um, I got a job and I went to college. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. And, uh, and then I got divorced, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and I raised those kids and, you know, on my own mostly until I met my wonderful husband that I have now. Mm -hmm. And, and that was hard. That was really hard. Yeah. And they turned out great. That's awesome. They turned out great. So how did you, um, so you, you entered real estate after you and Jack moved to Florida, you, mm. what brought you to Florida in the first place? Did you a wanna... business? Okay, a business. We were in the, you know, I mean, I was selling printing and working day and night, and Jack was in the corporate world, and he was traveling all the time. So we were like ships that passed in the night, and it just got to the point where we're like, we just can't do this anymore, mm. you know. So. My parents had a place here in, in uh, Venice, Florida, which is just south of Sarasota. And, and um, I said to my dad, you know, if you ever run across a little business that's for sale, you know, Jack and I think we would like to buy something down there. Mm -hmm. And um, and about two weeks after I told him about that, he sent me a little clipping, like a, a three-liner out of the Herald Tribune. And it was a little building supply business that was going bankrupt. And... Um, we ended up buying it, and um, it was going bankrupt. We bought it, but we turned it around, mm -hmm. and we made a profit, and we uh, ended up with three locations 
in Sarasota, that, that little building supply business. Wow. So that, too, was another learning experience for me in, in uh, it, how to run a business, you know. And I ran the sales team uh, who told me that, oh, no, we could never, we could never call on. They were calling on all the small builders, you know, the, the little, it was their comfort level, the, the, the uh, salespeople that were there. when I, Never, never um, thinking to go after the big boys. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you know, you could do one of these houses when you're doing three of these, you know, and mm -hmm. you get to make more money probably. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and so I started doing that. I started calling on the luxury builders and, and, uh, and getting the business. And they're mm -hmm. like, wow, you know, <laughs> I'm like, you got to believe in your product. You know, we build a really good product and we provide really good service. So yeah. that's why people are going to do business with us. And, and they, when they started believing that, that's when the company started turning around, you know? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so I mean, it's like, it was weird because it was like everything I did in my life was, um, led me to real estate uh -huh. you know, in the long run. So where do you feel like the shift happened where you went from thinking of yourself as somebody who was shy to somebody who has the strength to pick up the phone and go after a big, a big person, and how, how did that feeling come to be so central to who you are? Well, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, I got this job at the, well, I did research in when I was in Connecticut, and I, did, because I was working for an ad agency, I was buying the printing products that they needed. Mm -hmm. at the ad agency, and I figured out who the two best um, printing companies in town were. And um, so I, uh, my husband kept encouraging me to sell printing. And I'm like, I don't know, Jack, you know, <laughs> I've never <laughs> sold anything before, you know. And he's like, you'd be really good at it. You should just give it a shot, you know. And so I, I, uh, I called the best printing company, They're the one that I thought was the best, and um, I said, you know, I'm thinking of selling printing, and I'd, I'd, uh, I was wondering if you guys were looking for anybody. And so they, they brought me in. Mm -hmm. And so the guy says to me, what, what, why should I hire you? We, you know, women, we've tried women before, and women don't do very well in this business. And I says, well, I'll tell you why. Because if you don't hire me, Columbia Printing down the road will. <laughs> hired me. <laughs> you should have seen the look on his face. I don't know where that came from, Dominic, because me being the shy person that I was, I don't know where that came from. And so then two weeks later, or two weeks later, I was doing the job, right? And uh, my husband came home and we were talking. He says, so what, what have you been doing um, at work? You know, and I says, oh, making calls and trying to set up appointments. And he says, well, where are you getting the lead, the leads? Are they giving you leads? I'm like, no, no way. No, they don't give me anything. Are they supposed to? You know, how does this work? And he's like, oh, well, where are you getting the people to call? I said, from the yellow pages. He said, you must be kidding me. And he said, how many appointments have you made? I says, probably 40 or 50. 
<laughs> he said, you must be kidding me. Are you serious? <laughs> so I said, uh, yeah, 40 or 50. And, and he's like, you're friggin' amazing, Nikki. You know, he says, That's people incredible. just don't do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki the cold so. collar Conway. <laughs> So that's where I started. I mean, that's where I'm like, I had no fear. Yeah. You know, I didn't know any better. I had no training. They didn't train us at this printing company. I had no idea what even I was selling, honestly. You know, I, <laughs> I just knew I was selling the end product. And I sort of knew, I knew how it was made and, and configured and all that. And I knew how the process worked, you know, but I had no really formal training on how to sell. Amazing. Yeah. So it was just kind of a natural thing, I guess, and and um, and you know, so you know, when I came into the printing business or the uh, real estate business, it was just uh, natural for me to start picking up the phone and making phone calls. You know, and that's just what I did. I feel like our lives in real estate have kind of mirrored each other in a way in terms of the programs that we've used. Um, Initially, I found pretty early success with a website called Number One Expert, and I was getting a lot of leads through oh, that. Oh, I had that too. Yeah. yeah, and then I think that's honestly part of why I felt so comfortable calling you in the first place, because you were using Number One Expert, you were using a Service for Life newsletter, and I was just like, all right, if she's using these, and then now she's using Tiger Lead, let me talk to her and see how it's going for her. Um, oh, okay. So, how did the first few years, in, because we, we started around the same time too, yeah. did you experience success really early on in your, in your first few years in real estate and then also kind of the downturn that I felt in, in the fourth and fifth years that I was doing it um, or, or how did that play out for you? I, um, yeah, it took, it took a couple of months, you know, to get our first deal deals going, you know, and because it just, it just does, you know, when you're calling internet leads, but, um, uh, it was like I hit the ground running and, uh, we, we did very well the first year, um, with Tiger lead. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers. I think we did, um, 30 transactions the first year and um and then after that we the next year we did we doubled it uh, we did 60 and i think now we're doing about 100 you right. know deals a year but i never it stayed even during those really bad years it, mm -hmm. it never i never had a downturn prior i never to, did prior to incorporating tiger lead did you experience a downturn in your business um <clears throat> or um no well i wasn't doing nearly as much as i i was once i had tiger mm, okay because you know, it was just me you know it was just me um making phone calls but i mean i i did um i probably made uh my first year in real estate i probably made two hundred thousand dollars mm -hmm. in commissions my very first year. Just gone up from there. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> Good. So tell me a little bit about your daily practice 
and how a typical day runs for you. When you Mm -hmm. wake up, what do you do? What are your habits? Well, I have an office at my home. I also have a little office in the office, you know, which is about a mile from my home, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, which is where my assistant is most of the time. Um, And um, so the the very first thing I do is is I I run to my computer. I, I run to my coffee maker and make myself coffee. And then I run to my computer and I... Uh, open my emails. I, uh, I I respond to any emails that leads might have given me, and that usually takes a good hour and a half because mm-hmm. I get so many requests, you know. And um, and then I uh, I go on to my uh, Tiger Lead back office and make sure that um, the agents have been calling their leads, mm-hmm. and um, and and see whether there's any leads for myself. Well, I, I can see that in my emails, but, um, and then I, uh, I, and I don't, I don't even, I don't even have myself on rotation anymore. I've got so many leads, you know, that, yeah. but every once in a while, one comes through another source that comes directly. To, um, and then I have another website too, uh, that brings me leads, which is called conversion. Mm-hmm. And um, so I check that one too. So most of my morning is spent doing that um, or doing a CMA uh, market analysis for our uh, client. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I try to plan my my day the night before, mm-hmm. you know, so that I'm you know I'm I know exactly what needs to be done, other than those standard things that I do every day. You know, like if I have listing appointments, I need to get ready for those and, you know, things like that. So it's typically my day, you know, I mean, other than going on listing appointments or or every once in a while, I still take buyers out. Most of the time, I I just let my agents do it. But if it's a special uh, person that somebody recommended to me uh, from another realtor, I will take them out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, if a client... um, a client that I've done business with uh, recommends somebody. I will take them out myself, you know. So those are the things that I do. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's basically, and sometimes I'll, you know, I'll spend some time during the day reading articles uh, from realtor magazines or um, news on the, you know, on the internet that I think might be pertinent. Yeah. How much of your business is seller? business versus buyer business most of it's buyer business okay um i've never been one i i've never been one to uh you know work the expireds or knock on doors or call fizzbos i i just uh i don't like that and i i'm not i'm not going to do things in my business that i don't like to do sure i'm doing i'm doing very well the way i am Mm -hmm. and um uh I, every once in a while, I'll I'll send out a mailer uh, to a neighborhood that I used to live in, and and I'll get a listing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like getting list. I like having listings, you yeah. know, because I like doing the marketing part of it. Uh-huh. And you know, it's like just uh, I get I just get them now, word of mouth. You know, and I um, would imagine that as you've been doing it so many years, all of your past clients, you you stay in touch with them, and they kind of have turned into selling clients at that point. Oh yeah. You've helped them buy. Yeah. And I've got, I had lunch with a past client today and, and, uh, she's 
going to put the condo that I sold to her on the market and go find herself something else. So, yeah. you know, there's, a, and that was a tiger lead, by awesome. the way. Great. <laughs> so, I mean, I get, uh, I get multiple deals out of the clients that I do because I, I put them all, once they're a client, I put them in top producer mm -hmm. and I send them out a quarterly market snapshot, mm -hmm. you know, um, which they love. And, um, and then, uh, also a newsletter out of, um, uh, they get a monthly newsletter from me. So I keep in touch with them and, mm -hmm. and I send them birthday cards and, uh, you know, I just think that's, I'd rather do that and really yeah. stay in touch with the people I know, mm -hmm. um, than, than going out and calling expireds and sure. stuff like that. How do you achieve a healthy work? and life balance. I know you just came back from a beautiful trip. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your process of, of keeping yourself grounded through some rest and relaxation too. Oh, well, my husband and I, uh, you know, we're not, we're not spring chickens anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we decided that while we're still healthy, you know, and, you know, not on walkers and, you know, having health problems, we're going to go travel. Mm -hmm. And um, now that I have a team of buyer's agents and an assistant, you know, I feel very comfortable going away. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my, my, my assistant knows the back office of Tiger Lead. She knows what to do. You know, my buyer's agents are thrilled to take on any of my people because I just let them you know, if, if I've got somebody coming into town, I'm like, Linda, will you, would you mind taking them out? And, and then I usually just give them the client, you know, and, 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 you know, I get a, I get a piece out of that. So why shouldn't they, you know, they did all the work. Yeah. But anyway, we, so we take two big trips a year. Mm -hmm. We take the trip we just took to France was three weeks. Wow. Taking another trip in December, we're going out to California to La Jolla to um, at Christmas to be with the family. Mm -hmm. My son lives there, and Great. my daughter and uh, other son are coming um, that week. So it's the first time in a, a lot of years that we've all been together in one place. So we're looking forward to that. Awesome. And then after that, we're going to go to um, Cabo. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be gone for three weeks around then. Okay. But, um, you know, in the summer here in Sarasota is when business is slower. Mm -hmm. um, in the winter is when business picks up. And so I feel okay, you know, leaving in summer, in the uh, August and September are the worst months here mm -hmm. for business. And uh, so that's usually when we take our vacation. Okay. And, um, and so, you know, we've been almost all over the world. We've been, you know, China, Thailand, um, Singapore, Malaysia, Italy. Is that Austria, where I've Germany. seen the picture of you with with the tiger? <laughs> with the tiger, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had a tiger, a real six hundred pound tiger in my lap. Oh. Incredible. Oh, it was scary. <laughs> yeah, I think as beautiful as they are, that's a little intimidating. Oh, gosh. But you know, and and that's one thing about life too. I think that I think you need to stay interesting mm -hmm. and to be interesting, you need to read books or, 
or travel. If you can travel, you need to travel as much as you can. Mm -hmm. You need to get out and talk to people. And, you know, you don't want to be taking people out, showing people houses um, and not be interesting to talk to. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> as long as you mentioned it now, I, I was going to ask you later. Um, what are some of your favorite books that you've read? Well, Winnie the Pooh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but it, I'm, it, it, it's, uh, I'm going to get it actually and revisit it after our conversation. <laughs> um, I read uh, a book um, about about the big picture. Um, Maxwell, uh, John Maxwell, wrote it. It's called How Successful People Think, and um, it's just talks about realistic thinking and creative thinking and, and uh, looking at the big picture of things, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and I, I think that's a very good book for people to read. Also read a book that recently that my uh, nephew wrote. Mm. Um, it wasn't a business book, but um, he's an interesting guy because he, he homesteads and uh, he, he lives off the land. And awesome. he, he took, and, and he grew up that way. My brother is like that. You know, he lives out in the country and on, a, on, a, on some hill in Kentucky. And, but these, these, these kids that he raised um, are um, the happiest kids I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. they, they all have built their own homes with their own hands wow. in, the, in, this, in this piece of land um, that they own. And, uh, and, and the, the cottages that they built are just, it's freaking amazing what they've done. And they, they build the homes from their land. Wow. So everything in their home is from the land. The logs, the floors, the everything. Incredible. And it's incredible, these homes that they've built. And, um, and they live, they live off the land. They, they, you know, they grow their own vegetables and, you know, they do go to the grocery and fish and stuff like that. But, um, and my, uh, well, I shouldn't be getting into this. I was talking about the book. The book is called Slow Spoke. And uh, my nephew wrote it. He, it's about his adventures on a unicycle from Kentucky to California. Mm -hmm. He actually drove a unicycle from Kentucky to California. Wow. So what is what is your nephew's name? Mark Schimmler. Schimmler. Okay. Schimler. I'll he, I'll he, link to that in the show notes on our podcast and that way people can yeah. check it out if they're interested. Yeah, it's Amazon. It's on Amazon, but he um, it's it's pretty interesting the people he met and the you know and the thought process that he went through to while he was while he was on this unicycle, you know, and the weather that he encountered and the the, the, the rude cat calls from the car, <laughs> you know, stupid idiot, you know, what are you doing out in the rain on a unicycle <laughs> kind of type of thing, you know? but it was kind of interesting, you know, awesome. kind of interesting. And it just kind of shows you what kind of, you know, how people overcome things and overcome adversity. And, you know, it was kind of an interesting, interesting, uh, right. Yeah. I want to ask you about, um, the characteristics of the people that you have in your life and 
if there's any significance to your success as it relates to the people that you have surrounded yourself with? My husband um, is the most wonderful person in the world to me. And he has taught me so much. I say to him, you know, how do you know so much stuff? <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's like an encyclopedia, you know, and he's really great. He, he, like I told you, he encouraged me to go into sales and, you know, and, and he's in the business with me. He's on my team. He does all my cooking and shopping and, you know, he makes sure that I'm successful by, by um, taking care of our life. You know, really, the, that part of our life that I, I don't take, I don't really particularly want to take care of. Like, I don't like to cook. So, mm -hmm. um, but he's he's very uh, very wonderful person, and um, and all of my agents, I love 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 my buyers agents. Mm -hmm. I love every one of them. They're all sweet, uh, wonderful people. They're they're just they love the real estate business. They uh, they they love people. And um, I love them. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they love me back, I think, I hope. I think they do. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, um, the people that influenced me the most when I was growing up were my grandparents. Mm -hmm. Because they, they had a farm, and uh, we had to work on that farm. We had to milk cows and bale hay and collect eggs and plant vegetables and and pick vegetables, we had to help grandma cook dinner and set the table. You know, we, we each had to spend part of our summer at the farm. And when we were there, we did, we worked. We, we had very little time for play. Mm. And, um, and then at the end of the time that we were there, grandma would give us 50 cents for all the work we did. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> a lot of money to us back yeah. then. You know? And, uh, but that, I think that working on the farm, man, that really, I think back on it, you know, I hated it then, but mm -hmm. I think back on that, that was really a great experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I wish that my kids and my grandkids all had that experience, mm -hmm. you know. Cool. Have you had any other influential mentors through your life and your career besides your grandparents? Um... There's one uh, managing broker at my company. His name is Chip Hogan, mm -hmm. and um, and he's been a great mentor. I you know I always I love stopping by Chip's office and you know just uh, running things by him and and uh, he's taught me an awful lot. Mm -hmm. You know he's taught me just an awful lot. Still I still you have questions about things and I'm always asking questions about things and how things should be and. And, uh, you know, I just go in there and close the door and he takes the time to, to talk to me and, mm -hmm. and I, I love him for it. Awesome. Yeah. I don't really have a coach. Mm -hmm. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a business coach. Mm -hmm. I never really felt the need for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know some people really feel like they need a coach and I think that's great. I think there's some great coaches out there, mm -hmm. but it's not something that I've ever had. Also Howard at Tiger Lead has, mm -hmm. has. I, I just think he's awesome. He is. And uh, I, I just love him. And I, I think that I've learned a lot from Ty, from Howard. You know? the, the founders of Tiger, all of them have been very influential to yeah. me. And yeah. they're, they're smart guys. <laughs> oh, gosh. They're just 
they're just brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I miss Adam so much. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I am curious, what have been the most profitable and rewarding relationships that you focused on in your business? Um, first of all, my past clients. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, I think that is uh, key to having a successful real estate business. I mean, you just got to find a way to keep track of them, mm -hmm. you know, and just and pick up the friggin' phone every now and then and give them a call. You know, they love hearing from you. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the second thing is other realtors. Mm. Um, I've developed a referral, you know, basis. I, I get a lot of referrals from other realtors mm -hmm. and I love that, you know, I love that. So I think that's also important. And the way I developed that was, of course, through Tiger Lead. Mostly because, um, you know, Howard would say, oh, call Nikki or, you know, when they first got going, you know, everybody's calling Nikki, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and so I got to I got to know a lot of the, the realtors that, and very, very professional realtors throughout the United States, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that's key, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that and my CRS connection, you know, CRS uh, designation has helped me with a lot of referrals. What kinds of tools and programs, systems, apps are you using to maintain those relationships? Uh, one of the things I, I have besides an iPad that I'm talking to you on right mm -hmm. now is uh, I use send out cards to send birthday cards out mm. to people. And you can set it up automatically so that, you know, if you stick their birthday in there, mm -hmm. uh, you can set up a campaign so it goes out automatically. I love that. Mm -hmm. And people love getting birthday cards. I even send birthday cards to the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like now the kids are starting to grow up, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> there are future buyers of homes, I think. It's true. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so send out cards is a good one. Mm -hmm. um, um, we use uh, a DocuSign, mm. you know, uh, for just about every document. Yes, and the cornerstone using, of, uh, of the way real like, estate is done nowadays. Yeah, especially when you're in a town like Sarasota where, you know, it's kind of the people, most people who buy here are from out of town. And mm -hmm. so they're here to buy and then they leave. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it's a dilemma, you know, well, it's not anymore, really. Sure. You know, it's just, you know, click, click, click. Yep. Uh, they could do it on their phone or their iPad or whatever they have. I was thinking about the early days a few weeks ago and being at the office late at night waiting for a fax to come back with signatures <laughs> so that I could. And I was just like man how it has changed over the years i know <laughs> i know and you know what and this is going to really age me because i remember when the fax was invented <laughs> and i couldn't understand how that damn thing worked you know it's like what you, you can send something from you can some... send it through the air <laughs> and then and then i was one of the first people who had the very first mobile phone uh -huh. you know one of those big car phones yes <laughs> that you stuck in the car and it was humongous and it had the thing in the trunk <laughs> the giant 
battery pack and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know but all of those things are so time consuming of course i have a smartphone and and um <clears throat> you know and uh you know i i, I use uh 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 dropbox mm. you know so that i have everything online and all of my people can access certain things i i've also been using um Google Google Docs mm-hmm. a lot lately to share share items with people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so much out there, yeah. so much. Every day I'm learning about new things, and I, I love technology. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I absolutely love it. Cool. I crave it. I crave <laughs> learning about new things. Awesome. Yeah. So what excites you and drives you to get up every morning? Um. I always say that real estate is like Christmas, you know, <laughs> it's like something new every day. And that excites me because every day is different and uh, it's not boring. And, uh, I, you know, I know that every day I'm going to be talking to some interesting people like you, mm, uh, you. or an interesting client or, you know, uh, you know, or, or, or my dogs are going to do something cute. Mm-hmm. You know that they didn't ever do before, or you, you, you know, or, or or one of my agents is going to write a a great deal, you know, a great contract, and I'm going to be so happy for the agent, you know, because uh, I mean it, it thrills me more the mon- more than the money, it just thrills me every day that I've been able to bring these agents along and 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 help them in their business, and and I just. I love that part of my, I love the mentoring part of my business. I love it. I absolutely love that. Cool. That excites me. Yeah. Yeah. What's your dream for your life? My, I'm living it, man. <laughs> Good. I am living my dream. I am living my dream. I'm living in a beautiful uh, community, Sarasota, Florida. Uh, it's gorgeous here. I pinch myself every day that that I'm living here, you know, I will, I go over the bridge or I take a walk by the bay and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I live in this place. In a beautiful and house that you got to build. <laughs> in a beautiful house that I built and designed awesome. and in a, you know, and I have a job that I love and I have people surrounding me that I love and I have two really cute dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that I love and, and I'm traveling and I'm, uh, I've been on this fitness kick lately, you know, mm-hmm. so I've been, I've been walking five miles a day, I get up early. I take my dogs for my husband too. He comes along. When we were in Nice, there was one day where we hit 14 miles. Wow. We <laughs> That's a big walk. And I said to Jack, I said, you know what? I just need to sit. I just <laughs> need to sit down somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, so we've been, on this fitness kick and Great. and um, and I think it's important that we stay fit mm-hmm. and I think I think it helps your whole attitude toward life you know when you're when you're healthy and you're so fit too. yeah and and the sun is shining yeah <laughs> got to have sunshine I want to see what your thoughts are for an action step that people listening can take today to bring them closer to achieving their dream and their ideal life? Well, I think what you have to do is 
think positive in everything that you do in life. Um, positive thinking is, is how I got through all my hard times because mm-hmm. um, I always see the I always see things in a, in a positive light. Um, my husband never did, you know, and, and I'm bringing him, I've been bringing him around all these years, so now he's a lot better about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, for some reason, I've just always had this positive attitude and a can-do attitude. And I think once you start thinking positive and get rid of all the negativity in your life, then, then good things start happening to you, happening to you. I mean, I've known people who have, walked around in their life with this like like there was a big black cloud hanging over them and you know and it's just all these bad things are happening to them all the time well they're thinking they're not thinking positively mm-hmm. you know and i just think that that is the first step you need to take to be successful in your life is to start t- thinking differently and, and thinking how things you know how a negative thing that you might think is negative could really be a positive thing mm-hmm. You know, I think that's it. Awesome. I think it's a secret to happiness. Mm. <laughs> One last question. I, mm-hmm. Or actually, if you, I didn't mean to interrupt you if you, if you were still. Well, no, I was just thinking about this uh, paper that my son wrote when he was in uh, high school. And um, um, he was a very uh, thought provoking. And it was about how. Uh, what what's the meaning of success? And this is a kid in, uh, you know, a senior in high school. What's the meaning of success? You know, and I says, well, Ralph, what is the meaning of success? You know, and he says, well, I think it's, I think it's to be, to have a good job. Yeah. But it's not really about making money. It's about being happy in what you're doing to make the money. And I just thought for a kid that that age, that was a very uh, wonderful thing mm-hmm. for him to think about. And it turns out he's extremely successful, uh, creative guy, and he's a produces Broadway musicals. And, wow. You know, and, and uh, he's, uh, he turned out to be just awesome. And he loves everything that he does in his life. How cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway. That's I'm beautiful. sorry, I got off the track. <laughs> no, yeah. that is yeah. that is wonderful. Yeah. So what is your vision of the world? My vision of the world or for the world? For the um, world. For the world. Boy, wouldn't it be great if there weren't if there wasn't poverty? I mean, I grew up poor. I mean, we weren't poverty. We had food in our mouth and everything. But I've you know, I've traveled around and I've seen poverty. I've seen the worst kind of poverty, you know, um, and man, it would be so great if that wasn't out there. Mm. You know, it would be so great. Thank you. Uh, so my vision would be no poverty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's ever going to happen. I think there's always going to be poverty, but, um, but I think that know, people taking steps to to help improve the world are the those microscopic steps and and the things that you're creating help to to make it. I think we can't yeah. really we can't really see that unless we take action. So yeah, and I think as realtors, we you know we can help. You know we can we can we can donate parts of our commission mm-hmm. to to groups. You know we can instead of giving uh, silly 
silly gifts to our clients, you know, mm -hmm. whatever we give them, you know, we can donate to charities in their name, you know, I mean, there's, there's lots of ways that we as realtors can help. Yeah. Help alleviate poverty. Well, yeah. thank you so much oh, for spending some time with me. And you are so I really, welcome. really enjoyed our talk. And I hope that a lot yeah. of people are inspired by what you had to share because you've been incredibly inspirational to me and continue to be so. So thank you. I want to acknowledge you for all the cool things that you do. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really Thank you. appreciate it. It's good to hear your lovely voice again. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. I miss you. I miss, I miss you. you. I want to hug you. <laughs> well, a virtual <laughs> hug. <laughs>